1: We can do it America. We can go back to the flip phone. Our addiction to <laughs> smartphones is part of the reason we're in this mess in the world. And I think that we could go back to flip phones. I say this, Jordana, because now remember you we watched that movie uh what the 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 one the movie that yeah, it was just like a month ago with uh, Julia Roberts and, you know, everything shuts down. And... Oh, my
2: gosh. Yeah, the end of the world. Yes, and the world oh, goes, collapses. Yes. And I think that's mm-hmm. way overstated.
1: I think if we lost wow. the ability of our – suddenly our smartphones went away, I think we'd absolutely, as a society, could easily go back to life prior to the smartphone. What do you think about that?
2: Um, interesting.
1: I say this because- I don't because
2: think everybody pe- could do it. People are I doing it. don't think this. everybody- This is actually a thing. Yes.
1: February, yes. Uh, this is a thing, and it's not just like a one thing I saw on a list. People actually do oh, this. It's called Flip Phone, flip phone February. February, mm-hmm. where people give up their smartphones for February and go back to a- fl- You can actually sign up, and you will be given a flip phone to let yes. you communicate for the month.
2: Yes. and. Mm-hmm.
1: And I saw this yesterday. I read, there's an article about it, and a company that's doing it with their employees, not just for a month, but for, like, actually, they require... Forever. for Yeah, their yes. employees to... And they say, we absolutely function like anybody else, mm-hmm. and we are more communicative, the people are mm-hmm. more productive, mm-hmm. and I think there's something to that. Now, I'm not saying that smartphones, obviously, we've come to rely on them. Yes, we have every just about every aspect of life but i believe that should like if you said you know what i'm giving it up i think of course it would be difficult at first but i think humans are adaptive and we it would be relatively easy to go back to life prior to a smartphone
2: the company is called fabu wood it's a kitchen cabinet maker in newark new jersey and what they do there are 1200 people in the company. Mm-hmm. They pay the cost of a flip phone for employees who want to give up their smartphone. 80 people have acted on it. And they they say things like this. You know how we complain about meetings? Well, one of the employees, Rena, said she first hated the idea of being deprived of it, but she found it may she she opted in. And she said the meetings that she found boring or unnecessary or, you know, this meeting could have been an email. Mm -hmm. She said all of a sudden they were engaging and productive because she didn't have her phone distracting her with maybe something more interesting. She said, in fact, having my phone away from me has made my brain more open to information. Yeah. And that, I thought, was interesting. Another woman who did it, she said her husband also did it. And she said it made their sex life better. She also said that it gave them things to talk about. She said the constant communication during the day with her spouse is just for her. She said it gave us more things to talk about at dinner because we weren't, you know, like texting during the day or communi- posting during the day to each other. Mm-hmm. And it it sort of gave a newness to the relationship when they did see each other. And that was interesting to me because, you know, I communicate with Mark a lot during the day. I feel like we still have a, enough to talk about, but... Um,
1: I do too, but you I, know, it, can I stop you there though? But that's... But, yeah, 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 but, but I do too, but there's mm-hmm. so many times where Jen and I are sitting there leaning over the... I, I, I It's my posture. Yes. I lean over the island, I'm yes. doing it right now, and I'm just looking at my phone. And then I look over at Jen, she's doing the same thing. And it's just, yes. we've come to accept that. Like, I remember going into a, a restaurant, this is years ago, and seeing a family of four, and all four were on their phones. And I thought yes. to myself initially, oh, God, look at that. Well, that's mm-hmm. that's not a very nice... That family must not communicate. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Now, when and now we, it's you. And now it's me and when I'm out with my kids, and I try to say, hey, put your phone down. But it's like, then I'm checking my phone. And yes, they're not going away. I mean, I'm not just sitting here advocating today that, yeah, oh, you know, yeah, the flip phone's coming back. I'm arguing that I absolutely believe that we w- those things that you just explained about communicating mm-hmm. with family and friends and coworkers would absolutely improve if we didn't have them.
2: And the owner of that company, the, the cabinet company in Newark, uh, the woodmaker that said, he said initially when he proposed this to his employees, it's not mandatory. You and know, also that it's you a, it's a cabinet making on. company. You know, it's a, ca- it's a cabinet company. <laughs> <You> know,
1: <laughs> like okay. we couldn't do it. Like, Hey, I'd come in here every day. I have no idea what the news is going on, but right. uh, I'm going to get Again, on the radio we could, and talk. We
2: couldn't do it. Right. He said that when the initiative was proposed, he said he predicted that some people would quit. Now, there are 1,200 employees. Uh, he said that didn't happen. And he said what did happen was poor performers improved. He said within six months, productivity was up 20%. Those are corporate, those are internal corporate metrics that I guess they were tracking. I mean, this is a big company. So I find that fascinating. And you know what? I find it with myself. If I'm reading an article, you know, even if I'm on my computer reading an article and my phone even lights up, I don't have sounds on my phone. I don't get alerts from news. I only am open to text messages. That's all. Otherwise, I've shut everything off. But, like, if I get a text from my kid, I absolutely stop reading the article, look at the text, or even a text from Mark, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yes, I can see where that – it distracts me. During the show, I have it next to me. And maybe I shouldn't because it is – it is a distraction. I don't need to hear from my kids or from my husband during our show. I need to focus on the show. But this company, and I don't, maybe we'll reach out to this company and have them on the air, uh, because I find it fascinating about the productivity going up and even people being more engaged in meetings. Other people say instead, you know, when they're on the subway, this is a company in Newark, New Jersey, so New York City people, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, they say they do their hobbies at night more consistently and then like when they're on the subway they they're not checking instagram they're reading right it could be a newspaper but they're they're reading a a book book. or a newspaper and they don't have their phone on so i know this is going back to a time that was older and what have you but adam you started our show talking about flip phone february could you do it for a month what an interesting exercise if we all did opt in i
1: that's what i'm saying i mean yes we all rely but we you what you just accept. people on a subway, yeah. I mean that gives me like boy if I'm on a subway that's really that's when I want my phone. I'm just by myself, so I'm yes, not just I'm bored. But what I'm saying mm-hmm. is we all would adapt. We'd have a book or a newspaper. You know how about mm-hmm. that? Gavin an actual mm-hmm. newspaper. Uh, mm-hmm. But we would adapt back. I, I think this panic that we feel like oh no we need them as part of our lives. We we don't. Know, especially our gener. I mean our generation. Mm-hmm. We're kind of we had one leg in pre pre Smartphone yes. and one leg in post smartphone era, so mm-hmm. younger generations maybe uh, obviously it'd be a little more difficult for them, but boy, I guess we're of that generation where you know what we actually had to look at a map to where we're going before we get, get on the road I mean that's the one where it's like that's when I rely on it you know now you get in the car it automatically goes your bluetooth hooks up and like if you don't know where you're if you, you don't you know you're going to some place where you don't know the directions it's instant you know that, and I mean that's a positive thing that our smartphones do for us
2: yes but, that's uh, really good right mm-hmm. but again
1: we would adapt to that we'd we'd figure it out and it's just it, we'd it's go back to MapQuest. <laughs> that's right the old hudson I mean, map Quest. remember the old hudson yeah, map right. book mm-hmm. oh those are great
2: mm-hmm. uh first this reminds me of when my kids go to camp but there's there aren't they aren't a lot of phones they go to sleepaway camp and they'll go for a month or six weeks And they know, all the kids, you know, you're not allowed to have phones. You can't even bring them. If you have one, it goes in a basket, goes in the office, you know, that kind of thing. They don't have phones. And um, they always come back and say, I'm not going to get on TikTok again. I'm not going to get on Snapchat. That that in the beginning, it's hard because you're reaching in your pocket. It's a habit. You're always reaching for your phone. But they love the break. They welcome the break. And they just... They come with a, they come back with a different perspective, and it only takes, it only lasts maybe 24 hours. Then they're back on their phone because that's what you do. You connect with other friends that were in a camp, and you, and so I, I'm not, I'm not saying that I wish they would stay off their phones forever. But that month at camp, the kids understand that a break from their phone is healthy for them, and they're forced to do it but they're grateful for that opportunity.
1: And and that's what this is about. I mean, nobody's going to permanently give up their smartphone. I mean, maybe there's some people who would completely want to check out and get off the grid and do that, but nobody's going to give up their smartphone. But can you do it for a month just to kind of recheck yourself? And I think that's a good exercise to do. What about you? Can you do it? First text here, Adam Carter, you're an idiot. Many people need their smartphones for work. I know (laughs) you don't have a real job, so it wouldn't affect you. We don't. (laughs) Wow, thank you very much. Happy Friday (laughs) to you, too. (laughs) 651 Life without a smartphone. Can you do flip phone February? It's only 28 days, or 29 this month. 651 461 Your calls and texts up next. Uh, we would be remiss if we did not give a big uh, round of applause and a big thank you to our mm. listeners yesterday for raising $440,000 for wow. uh, Second Harvest Heartland and Minnesota Food Shelves, one of the great uh, days. That we get to participate in the Let's Get Hunger Radiothon, And I think you did beat me, by the way. I know you were very competitive yesterday oh, because we were split up. And mm-hmm. you did. the. But that means our listeners are more generous than Chad's listeners. Right. That's all that means.
2: I, you can take credit for that. The Adam and Jordana listeners yeah. are awesome and engaged and hopefully not on their smartphones while they're listening to the show because, <laughs> you know, we want their attention. But this is what we're flip phone February. I think I could do it. I really do. I do too. I think because on a flip phone you can text or call. I remember having a flip phone. You you can still text. So if God I mean it takes a much longer yeah, time. Yeah, you got
1: to go through the numbers yeah. like tick tick tick. A B C. Yeah,
2: right. A much longer time. And I would just tell my kids to call me. Like the most important people in your life would call you if something was going on. So, um I think it would make it more challenging for us for work cuz we we text guests and we, you know, we need immediacy. But you know what? I definitely think that I could do it. And so do some of our listeners. Our texts say this, Adam, good call on the phone. Smartphones are so damn addictive. This text is coming to you from a flip phone. Oh, so somebody's already doing it. I love that. Not shock. I know. This texter (laughs) says, I like to control things in my home with my smartphone and check my solar power production. So nah,
1: but then that texter, okay. the, the texter responded too. Though, well, what about an iPad? So no, you could still go home or use oh. an iPad. I think.
2: Yes, of course. It's not technology banned. You can use your computer.
1: That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. And you know why I do that normally right now anyway? Because yes, I know that uh, it's a computer that uh, is your phone. But my eyesight now is just so that you know I don't want to do it on the phone because I, I need the bigger print. <laughs> so I'll go on my, uh, I'll go Light. on the computer to mm-hmm. uh, book that trip or do whatever. You, but no, it's. And again, this isn't suggesting that we're going to go back in time and suddenly we're going to get rid of smartphones. But no, it is no. a good exercise in that. And also, in, and because we all just kind of say, oh, we're addicted to it. There's nothing we can do. There is something we can do. And you can take mm-hmm. a step back every once in a while. And it gives you a good perspective as to how much you use it. And again, I don't think it would be that difficult to do. I really
2: don't. And some companies you know aren't taking this to the extreme the way this this uh, wood company in Newark did, but you know like for for example they're having if you have a meeting, you have to put your phone in a basket the, or leave it outside on a um you know on a shelf, and then you come into a meeting so I think that is a really smart thing honestly like when i'm we have very few meetings, but it, or even if I'm at a speaker or something like that, and I see somebody on their phone, I think, oh my yeah. gosh. You know, we're we're at a speaker. Like I think that's so rude. Or, but then somebody sometimes will say, "Oh, I'm taking notes." Okay, but mm, I, I don't know. It still seems rude. Really? To be on I do a, that. See, I do
1: that. Phone. I like I take yeah. notes on my I phone, get it. but I I, mm-hmm. I always announce that it's like I'm taking notes. Use, I'm not typing. I'm not texting right. somebody right now. I'm actually taking
2: notes. So because you don't want to look that. like a jerk, right? Right, I get that. But I understand. Look, if I was uh, in the corporate world running a meeting, I would not want people to be on their phones at the meeting, especially if you're creative and doing a brainstorming mm-hmm. meeting. I absolutely would want phones outside. It would make the meeting shorter. People would be paying attention. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get through the action items and, and move forward.
1: Well, we have comedians and some rock bands now, or some yes. b- mm-hmm. that, absol- that do that. We have a company that's created. Those little envelopes where you put your phone in and mm-hmm. you can't use your phone during the comedian's uh, set or, or the concert. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. obviously, totally. it's... There's,
2: we can do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're capable
1: the, of the, doing the it. The thing I was thinking about, and this happened <laughs> just about a month ago to me, is where both my daughter's phones died. Or, oh. you know, they, they ran out of batteries. or Their battery life expired. And a Life 360 is one that I rely on. Because uh-huh. I, I know where they are all the time. And it was just panic mode for me. It was like, oh, I mean, I knew they were at the school, but it's like Mm -hmm. the communication and I was supposed to, you know, and I had to try to coordinate where to pick them up. So that Mm -hmm. was about sheer panic. But then in my mind, I'm like, but we didn't have this technology, you know, a few years ago. And my parents had no idea where I was half the time.
2: no. And
1: everything was fine. So why am I freaking out over this?
2: I don't know. I don't know. And everything was fine. And our texters, some agree. I live in, oh, well, this one says, I live in northern Minnesota. If I didn't have my smartphone, I wouldn't work. Okay, maybe you need it. And again, if you need it for work, this is a different story. But I don't know. You can work on a computer. I'm not really sure. Uh, This texter says, I feel bad for the flashers on the subway. People are looking at their phones and don't even notice them. I know. It's, I I don't know. (laughs) They're going to have to find a different space. Uh, let's see. Jerry is coming in hot at you this morning, Adam. Okay.
1: I don't think that was Jerry. I don't know who the, the somebody just, you know, calling me an idiot oh, right out idiot? of the gate. Well, that's uh, fine. I get it. Hi, guys. Remember back in the day, we actually had the audacity to take off for a road trip with just a paper map pulled over yes. to use a phone booth if you had an emergency. LOL, I could still do this today. Mm-hmm. That's the problem, though. We don't have the payphones anymore, so you can't do that today because I don't think you can find a payphone if you wanted to find one.
2: This Person says, "I want a slide phone, not a flip phone." Yeah. Remember those slide phones? I had one of well, those. That was was blue. Of, yeah. That was like yes. uh, the, yeah. the same thing the
1: transition from a flip phone to where we are now. Uh, it was the, yeah where we had the full keyboard when you would slide out.
2: My my first phone. I wish I still had it. It was called a StarTac. Do you remember that? It was black mm-hmm. and it folded up and it had an antenna. Had oh, an yeah. antenna.
1: Pull up the antenna. And
2: yes, it was yeah. small. Yeah, I I would put up the antenna. But I didn't text on that phone. Like, that was before texting. And it was just like 2000 or 1999. Like, it was very recently. It was <laughs> this millennia. And, um, yeah, I, I don't – we didn't know about texting or anything like that. I don't even think it had a screen, the StarTAC. No. And um, just to make phone calls. And I think I got it when I moved to Minnesota. I don't remember even having one in Indianapolis or any of my other markets.
1: We had the next – remember Nextel had the uh... – Sprint. Sprint phones had the Nextel where it was like a walkie-talkie. You could press the button oh, and okay. be a walkie-talkie. Yes, like somebody.
2: I remember those. And we yes, thought
1: that yes, was, wow, what a deal. Like, I remember a guy, a, a friend of mine was in Hawaii, and we're talking back and forth. Uh, uh, hey, I'm, in, I'm on the beach in Hawaii right now. Whoa, I'm talking to you like on a walkie-talkie. This is so cool. It's like, no, it's just like a cell phone. It's just a different mechanism how, uh, yeah. how we've changed. And somebody's know, suggesting that we wouldn't, uh, that clearly we uh, don't know what it's like in the corporate world because at corporate meetings yes. the way we're talking from someone who works in the corporate world meetings are now virtual yeah and in person meetings phones are not a problem and probably a okay, good. big part of the meeting so
2: great our meetings have you know 3 to 5 people in them we're yeah. we're not corporate we're media we're you know a small show we don't have a big staff you're right okay and i guess some are virtual so if they're virtual you can't really control that person at home whether or not they have a phone but um i don't know some meetings still happen in you know businesses where where i've been reading about that they have cabinets where they put the phones Mm -hmm. before they go and i think that's really a great idea i mean my kids know at least on friday night and at dinner when we have dinner when we're all together um, you know, obviously no phones at the table. And I think a lot of, hopefully a lot of families do that because that is a, a sacred place. No, and for dinner, I'm not talking about like if we're having a bowl of cereal and you're getting ready for school, I get it. But, um, when you eat dinner together, no phones and you know what? We all managed to get through
1: it. Well, maybe I, uh, speaking of corporate meetings, maybe Target should have had their phones out because, uh, boy, did they oh, screw up gosh. with a black history month, uh, item oh, that they're gosh. offering. Uh, they've pulled it. We'll tell you Why? And we'll get into uh, our reaction to that next on Mm -hmm.
0: CC. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
2: You can't screw up Black History Month. I mean, it's the second day, and Target is already pulling a product after TikTok went viral. A TikTok uh, post went viral, calling out the inaccuracy of a Target mm-hmm. product. Now, Adam, th- this is wrong in a lot of ways, and I can see why people upset are upset. What happened here? To, uh, target is pulling an item from its store it, there are a couple of magnets there are black history magnets and it screwed up the images and names of booker t washington w e b dubois and carter g woodson it's it screwed it up it it mislabeled yeah. who those people were so to uh, somebody on Twi- on excuse me, TikTok noticed this and called them out. Here's what that post sounded like. Activities since black history coming up from Target. I don't know who's in charge of Target, but these need to be pulled off the shelves like immediately. So I teach you history. I study history, got my major in social studies, and I noticed some discrepancies like as soon as I open this. Like I said, these need to be pulled off the shelf this is not w-e-b Du boys this is booker t washington peep the little fancy bow tie peep the fancy little boy bow tie and then this is not booker t washington this is carter woodson you can see clearly clearly the similarities i get it mistakes happen but this needs to be corrected asap okay i agree Mm -hmm. And also Target, what are you doing? How do you not have somebody approving that product when it comes in? It's hard to get a product into Target. It goes through so many channels, so many buying teams, so many people. Do you not have black people on staff enough to say these are the wrong things? Or are we not educated enough to know the difference. I mean, Adam, I think this is a huge problem. It's
1: a screw-up. I mean, it's a good gr- – and, and uh, I, I will say this. My initial response to this is like, okay, this is a, a, a magnet thing. It's not like a history book where it's mm-hmm. where pe- kids are learning in school the wrong history. It's a, a cheap gift that people can buy. So, like, is that – my first I'll, – I'll, I'll admit, it's like, who cares? It's a, It's a screw-up. But then the more I think about it, it's like I can say that like, ah, oh, who cares? Like, let's say you get a one about here's the 50 president for all the presidents and you screw up uh, two of the president's names. Oh, I get it. But I'm not a person who's been like oppressed my whole life. I'm not I'm not a member of a group of people who has faced oppression significantly for a significant portion of my life. So I can totally see why this would be offensive. And I don't even know if it's offensive. I mean, that post, what she was just saying there, she says, I get it. It's a screw up, but fix it. And bravo to Target because they pulled mm-hmm. the product, which yes. they absolutely should have. And you're right. I mean, I get it. Everything they sell at Target is not Target products. They they sell products from other companies. But mm-hmm. the fact that Target, a major corporation with many employees, uh, the fact that this got through somehow and still was being sold, uh, that's a big mistake. But I, uh, do I think Target should face a significant backlash for it? No. But it, well, we can it's a good example of saying, hey, it's a screw up here. Uh, do the right thing. Pull the product. And maybe not do business with that company or make sure next time mm-hmm. that they're actually selling accurate products. I don't think we need to lose our minds over this. But, and I think that Target's doing the right thing here.
2: I agree I agree with many of those things. Target is doing the right thing. It was a screw-up. But I think Target really needs to be introspective about this and say, how did this happen? How did the teams allow this to happen? And maybe we don't have the right people on the teams that allowed this to happen. I'll give you an example. Growing up, there were never any like, hanukkah things mm-hmm. in stores and hanukkah is the most commercialized jewish holiday we have many 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 holidays you do not see products for our holidays and that's fine i'm not expecting target to sell things for purim or Torah or yom kippur or rosh hashanah that's fine <laughs> but they do sell hanukkah products because it has become commercialized to compete with christmas and some of the products are ridiculous you know like the 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 Jewish elf on the shelf, you know, like that's not a product that, right. That we, that's not something that we use if you're selling dreidels or if you're selling Hanukkah candles or if you're selling menorahs, you know, those are things that Jewish people would buy because those are things that we use use to practice our holiday. But you can see where somebody made a decision that thought Jewish people might like that you know, or a hanukkah or hanukkah harry that's that's not a thing. Yeah. like we don't have Santa or we, and we understand that's maybe that's that's something they made that they made up. But clearly, no Jewish people were involved in the process of making that decision whether or not to sell that product. And if they were, they certainly don't know that much about Hanukkah because they're just looking to sell products around Hanukkah instead of actually things that we might need to celebrate the holiday. And when I see things like this, I just laugh because, again, I have privilege. I don't expect – I'm not offended by it at all, but I don't expect Target to be knowledgeable or – it's just silly. Like Jews will post about it. Like look how ridiculous this is. Yeah, like, but for are, example.
1: are some people like, offended by it though? Uh,
2: no um, i don 't think so, like for example, Walmart one year mm-hmm. was selling a ham, and it oh, says geez. like Perfect for your Hanukkah <laughs> dinner or perfect for <laughs> yes. your Passover dinner, or something like that and I thought to myself like that 's bad messaging like and that went viral in my circles online, you know, but we laughed about it no i no, no nobody was as far as I know offended about it. And I don't think this, this woman on TikTok was offended about it either. She just said that this product needs to be corrected. And and that's what Target did. But it speaks to a greater issue of what, peop- what people are making this decision and who you have on staff. So the Target needs to say, do we not have enough people educated about black history or black people in the buying department for things like Black History Month, or black supervisors, or black high-up people who know the difference between, you know, W. B. Du, du Bois, or she said Du Bois, maybe I'm, sa- I'm saying it wrong, see, even I'm not educated about it, and Booker T. Washington. So it shines the light on a greater problem, not just, okay, we'll pull it, oops, companies need to say, how did this happen, and let's not let it happen next time.
1: Right, and it's a, I think it's a simple response to it. Nobody's going into, hopefully, nobody's going into Target and trashing a, a, a display like we saw no, with, the, no, no, no. with the Pride Month. But again, that was a, that was an instance too, where eh, then we get this backlash of companies that get involved, with, and it, it's so that's why I think it goes back to the point about Target being very careful when it comes to the things they're selling and the things that they're offering. Now, texters text was pointing out that they asked the vendor to change it, and they still didn't do it before they pulled the product. And then we got mm-hmm. this text, too, from um, target mistakes are unfortunate, but as a graphic designer who cranks out dozens of designs a day, I say can, mistakes can happen. A huge part of mistake prevention is proofing process, though. Whoever gave final approval is the one who dropped the ball. Yeah, I mean, there should have been yeah. somebody uh, who, mm-hmm. who was knowledgeable enough. Like, if, if I would have been that person, could I have made that distinction? Probably not, but get somebody right. who can make that distinction mm-hmm. and knows what you're selling is actually accurate.
2: Yes, I agree with all of those things. You have to have people that are knowledgeable. And if you don't know, you need to look it up. You need to do a Google image search. It, you know, it's definitely not hard. We understand that mistakes happen. And look, Target pulled it. They they did the right thing. Mm-hmm. It's just a silly magnet thing. Yeah. I'm sure they have lots of other products. But again, it sort of speaks to how did this happen and how do we correct the problem. Uh, somebody, this is an interesting text, Adam. Somebody mm-hmm. texted in. Please compare your privilege to somebody who you believe doesn't have privilege. Yep. I think everybody understands that they have a certain amount of privilege. And I've had this conversation with a couple of people who are African American friends of mine, and they say because we live in this country, because you know we have access to free education and we're free people, that's privilege. It it, it it's different kinds. Of privilege, you know, like Adam said, he is a white Christian man, mm-hmm. so you have a a different level of privilege where things don't offend you as much, yep. and you're lucky about that and again i I am a, a white American Jewish woman. Yep. I have tons of privilege um, where i don't get upset about a silly mistake. I can understand that, but somebody who has been oppressed right. and certainly Black folks and Native Americans, I understand how they would be... And, and again, this woman wasn't upset on TikTok. She was no. just pointing out the mistake. But... um and I'm not the right person to answer that question, but black, black friends of mine said they understand they have certain privileges also. Being born in America, we have certain privileges. So I think the word privilege is a buzzword that gets people really riled totally. up. Totally, and
1: I and I I mean I said this before, mm-hmm. too. I wish we had a different term for it, and I don't know what that word yeah. is, whether it's advantage. And it doesn't mean that saying, okay, I have privilege means that I, things are being handed to me, that uh, just uh, – No, that's not what we're saying. And here's the example of it in this moment here, and you can agree with me or not, but Mm -hmm. if my initial reaction here is like, oh, get over it. They screwed up. It's not the right Mm -hmm. person. But for me to recognize that just to put my feet into somebody else's shoes saying, how would that make this person feel as opposed to me who's just saying, well, you know, I'm not offended by it. Who cares? Just noticing that, I think, is a step forward. And just to acknowledge that is... progress
2: that's beautiful adam Mm -hmm. you you hit it on the head because you would say get over it but the fact that you acknowledge a different viewpoint of someone who might be upset that is beautiful and you are exactly nail on the head i think that is something that has come in recent years and um thank you for acknowledging that good job
1: sure i just more of us could uh, stand to do that uh, 9.48 on uh, News Talk 830, WCCO. I almost uh, sent a vile text message to my dentist <gasps> yesterday. I'll explain that on oh, no. uh, Next on CCO. <gasps> uh, 9.53, that's your lindis Construction time check. Time to uh, get 50% off installation labor on Infinity from Marvin Windows. So I made a dental appointment, and I'll just be honest with you. I, it's been a long, long, long really? time since I've been to the dentist. Yes. I'm not a good oh. Uh, oh, wow. I'm not a good don't you, don't dental patient. Don't your
2: teeth do you feel gross?
1: Well, I brush them. It's not like I still brush and floss. but Okay. Um, but, yes, I, I need to go be better in that area. So my wife has just been saying, you have to go to that. So I finally did. And you know how So made the, she actually made the appointment for me yesterday. And so you know how it is nowadays. So you make the appointment online mm-hmm. and you get like 15 notifications, emails, calls, and texts. Asking you to confirm your appointment. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving yesterday, and my we just talked about our smartphones, how it's connected to your car. Oh yeah. And suddenly, I get this text message, and I, I don't recognize the number, so I hit the hit the button, and it's reading me the text message. It says, "Thank you for your uh, making an appointment mm-hmm. with so and so dentist's office to uh, confirm your uh, appointment. Please respond to this text." And it says, would you like to respond? So I said, sure. And so as soon as I said that, somebody just cut me off, like just pulled right in front of me. And I said, you mother bleep. (gasps) And Siri read back to me, sending, you mother bleep. It was so funny. But now, thankfully, they have the cancel button. So I I hit the cancel button, but I nearly sent that text back to my dentist. And, I mean, can you imagine me fearing going to whoops see siri just see siri just reacted to that sorry about that everybody um could you imagine like that's uh, crazy
2: (laughs) thank god you 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 realized it i mean that is insane that happens to me a lot adam where it's recording you know you're on a text string and then you stop texting And then you're having a conversation in your home. There's a
1: new function now. Yeah, there's a new function that, like, if you hit it, it starts... It'll record what you're saying. That's happened to me several times now.
2: Several times. Yeah. And then, thank God I notice it. First of all, nobody wants to hear my boring conversation, but what if it was... Something that I didn't want somebody to hear, that I'm having a private conversation in my home. I mean, at least you can notice that it's recording and you have to hit send. But it is – I'm always terrified when I see it recording and I stop it. I have to like double check that I'm hitting the X button instead of the arrow button on it so it doesn't send what I sent. Is there a way to recall those texts now? I know we can do it with email. I thought that was in the Apple upgrade. That you You can can recall recall a text?
1: text? Yeah, I think think there is a function where you can recall texts for a brief period of time, although you must have to implement it because I I don't think I can do that. Like I said, through the car, it was able to do it. Like it says sending, but it still gives you the option to hit the cancel button. So thankfully, I had that option. Otherwise, I probably would have been finding a new dentist to go to. Otherwise, it would have been very, very painful. Like, oh, this is the guy that sent us the horrible text. I've done that before, too, where many years ago where I was sending a voice to text to Steve Simpson (laughs) and something else happened. By the way, it also shows you that we're horrible people when we're behind the wheel. We just scream out obscenities at people. It's like you don't do that in public. But I did that to Steve Simpson. I said, I just I'm sending this to you because it was so funny that it continued this that I'm not really yelling at you, but it was
2: was kind of funny. moment. Oh, my gosh. And terrifying. Wow. Thank God it didn't send. And good for you going to the dentist. Yes. Uh, David, what you got coming up in Quick Takes?
0: Uh, A winter favorite in Minnesota will be happening this weekend, but without the snow. Also, a
1: violent scene on the set of the Today Show. Talk about both of those in Quick Takes. Oof.
0: Oof. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen. We have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?